What's up, guys? Welcome back to Real Talk, an unfiltered, unbiased podcast. My name's Sean Costantino, and I'm joined by my co-host, Connor Martin. Welcome back to Real Talk on a Friday, on a fucked up Friday. Let's go. Happy, it is 88 Friday, degrees everybody. down here in Charlotte, and I am fired the fuck up. Let's see oh, some energy. Dude, it's, 80. It's, 80. it's 80 in New York right now. I'm loving it, but the only problem is there's like 50, 60 mile an hour winds, and I feel like my house is going to get fucking blown away. <laughs> Uh, I mean, I don't miss that at all, but I'm just... Oh. Speaking of blown away, though, you want to get into these fucking NFL trades already? What? I mean, we were ready to start off. We had a whole we had a whole uh, kind of schedule for the podcast, and it went to shit within the past two hours because of all the stuff that happened. What an absolute pro my co-host is with that transition right there. Yeah, no. You want to you wanna start it off? Uh, yeah, I mean, so I have a little conspiracy that... Uh, I said to a couple other people that that might uh, be on board with me. I think that the 49ers, I think trading up to three, you know where you are right now. I think it's it's solidified that Lawrence and, and Wilson are going to go to, especially after Wilson's pro day. Did you see his throws? He was oh, my God, that back shoulder throw. I oh, that my guy, fucking yeah. God, dude. He's going to regardless. And I think that the 49ers were smart enough to do their research where they called the Jets multiple times. And this is what I think. As much as the Jets love Wilson, why would the 49ers move up to three to, to gamble with Fields or Lance? I think they called the Jets. The Jets said, no, we don't have any intention to move on from Darnold. So I think they took that as Wilson might be there at three. So they that's when they took their shot and moved up to three. I thought you were saying that the Jets were all in on Wilson, so they traded up to three to make sure they got a quarterback. I was like, that doesn't even make any sense. No, because the no, the first that's what I'm saying. my first reaction to that was seeing how many picks they gave up. They gave up ended up being what three first round picks and a third to, to yeah. move up from what was it twelve to three, yeah. and you're not doing that for a receiver. I'm sorry, as much as people they do, um, what should I call it? They like try and highlight the left tackle. Um, that they're not moving three Kinda first round picks yeah. to get that. No, um, no, it's got to be a quarterback, and it's got to be either Lance or Fields. But you yeah, know, like I, I was just doing the. But math. you don't think you don't think that the you don't think the 49ers, especially with John Lynch as 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 veteran leadership as they have, especially in, in the organization, that they wouldn't have done their homework and tried to move for a quarterback that's 23 years old and has been in the league for three years already, Sam Darnold. You think they'd gamble on Fields or Lance without trying to get Darnold first? That's why I think the Jets might pass on the quarterback. Well, it all depends on the town evaluators. Like they could they could view. Those two guys coming out, Lance Darnold or uh, Lance and um, Fields, as higher rated than Darnold's upside is now. Especially with where Darnold's contract situation is, you're gonna have to pay him. That's a year the or thing two. too. Yeah, that's the thing. Like we, uh, we the money thing is the biggest thing with him. We talked about this. It was a couple weeks ago when we went through where we thought like all these quarterbacks were gonna end up. Um, we talked about oh, the upside of taking Darnold over a rookie is he's proven that he can play a little bit. Um, I mean, he has to get the weapons around him, but he's he's proven that he can make the throws at an NFL level. Um, whether he can stay up on his feet is a different story, but the difference is you're getting these guys, these rookies coming in on a, a rookie deal, so you got, what is it, four years to decide, basically? It's four years, and then after the fourth, they can they have an option for a fifth, to do like the yeah. fifth year option. Yeah. So you, you, especially with all their defensive talent and stuff, they have to decide whether or not they want to pick their guy, whether it's Fields or Lance, and build around him 
some I, like I thought they were going to try and get someone in free agency, maybe would have, would have maybe like one of the receivers. But mm-hmm. building around a quarterback on a rookie contract is the way to win a Super Bowl now. I mean, look at yeah. all the like I would say out of the last, other than Brady's Super Bowl last year, you're you're taking a young quarterback, you're putting the money at positions to help him around the field. So at receiver, at defensive end, at corner, at wide receiver, like you're building around these young quarterbacks on rookie contracts before you have to pay them. So, I mean, I was looking at this as a, from a giant standpoint, uh, just because I still want one of the weapons because I'm a greedy bastard. Like, I think now it's going to be one, two, three quarterbacks. So I think it's going to be Lawrence Wilson and either Fields or Lance. And then you look at, you look down the draft order I'm looking at right now. You got Atlanta at four. You got Cincinnati at five, and then Miami at six, Detroit at seven, Carolina, Denver, Dallas, and the Giants at 11. So from my my perspective, being selfish as a Giants fan, the more quarterbacks that go in the top 10. Oh, yeah, absolutely. This is is 100% better. Yes, this helps the Giants 100% Mm -hmm. because it it makes sure another quarterback's going. And you said one, two, three quarterbacks. I'm going to go for it. I'm going to go out on a limb. I guarantee you we see four quarterbacks in the first four picks. Um... I don't know. I I still I get kind of tossed up with Atlanta. They have this like weird. They, they stress defense so like hard. Like their general manager and owner are always talking about their defense. How they need to build it up, and they never do. Like they draft these guys and then let them go. So I I think they might try and go either O line or D line and try and build from the the trenches at this point. But like I don't know. I mean, you can see. I don't know, maybe Detroit. No. But do you understand, getting back to my conspiracy point, do you understand what I'm saying, though? If the 49ers wanted their quarterback, don't you think they would have done a little bit of research and tried to get Sam? A Cali kid, already in the NFL, if, as young as these rookies are. You're saying if they believed in him, yeah. Because you would have had to give up less I, to get Sam Darnold than it would have been to get to number three. Yeah, I know. That's what I'm saying. And they're in a better position to win with Darnold the next two, three years than they are getting Fields or Lance because they already went to the Super Bowl, what, last year or well, two years ago? See, that I don't and know about. I don't know how much of an upgrade Darnold is over Jimmy G. Like if they were, gonna... I'm not talking about an upgrade. I'm just saying if they were to take you know Lance or Fields mm-hmm. this year and then start them next year, they would not be as good and as ready as Sam already is. And in a team already being to the Super Bowl and probably going to contend for a playoff spot this year, they need a quarterback that's going to keep them at that level. Why are you going to digress and 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 you know make your team decrease that much more with players that are not that young? I mean, Fred Warner's kind of young, but by the time your Fields or your Lance is ready to go to the Super Bowl, you're getting all your veteran and your core players into their mid-20s, 30s. Mm-hmm. And, yeah, you're not wrong. Um my whole theory with the get a young quarterback, throw the money at the problem and build around him. The only problem with that with the Niners is it's already so late in free agency that you're not going to be able to get the pieces that you yeah. need to build this year. Like they've got Every, some yeah, solid the pieces. Big guys like are, you said Fred Warner, they yeah. got Bosa on the line. Um, their defense is already pretty solid. Um, they're uh, good I mean, offensive line. They got that running back tandem. I was going to say they, they, they lost, lost a couple running backs, but they can still build in the draft. But they just gave up their future basically. Dude, to, I mean, you got. What? Kittle, Debo Samuel, yeah. Brandon Ayuk. I mean. So, like, I, even with Jimmy G, I predicted them later on to even – what did I have in that? Like 11 or 12 wins? I thought yeah, they were going to be a really good team this year, really. even before trading me to quarterback. And now, I mean, depending on what they do with their roster and the rest of the draft, I mean, all, all, they only gave up another third, was it, right? It was three threes yeah. and a third. 
So, like, they can still build out the rest of their roster in the second, third, fourth rounds. But, like, I don't know. I, they, they have to see what they can get for Jimmy G. And that's another point we have to get to. They're talking about Jimmy Garoppolo is our guy. Jimmy's our guy. It's like, you're not trading three first-round picks if he's your guy. I'm sorry. It's just a smokescreen. They're trying you know to do this. You know whose guy he is? Bill Belichick. You know whose guy he is? Bill Belichick. <laughs> and that's where he'll be in 2022. Well, yeah, that and kind of— You know what I know. It. We all that kind of That kind of debunked my thing of the, the Bill Belichick's going to fall in love with Mac Jones— Conspiracy? I, but. I told you, I and that's that's what we argued about on the podcast. I said, why would he's done? He's got like three to five more years coaching. Why would he wait around and try and develop a rookie? He wants a veteran, and I knew that Jimmy Garoppolo was going to fall back into his hands. But yeah, for the for the Niners, I think this is a good move for them. Uh, moving up to as long as they target their guy and they think that that's the guy that they want to go get, go get him. You got to do whatever you got to. Like I, okay, as much so, as I hated so you in my terms, as much as I hated that Daniel yeah, Jones pick. Ahead. They believed in him at quarterback, and they thought he was going to be their guy, so they took him. Yeah, you got to ride with him yeah. until the contract's over. You can't give up. I hate this shit how like people give up on a quarterback after two years. It's you three. sign him for you have him on a rookie deer a deal mm-hmm. deer. You you have him on a rookie deal. You you give him three to four years, and if they're on the fence, you you sign that fifth year deal if they're in the first round, and you let them rock. Like you can't switch. You can't expect the player to go off and turn up like Patrick Mahomes within two years. He had the team around him. He had the coach around him, and obviously he's just a god given talent. I mean, yeah, you're not wrong. Um, I just, I get nervous when it comes to, like, Miami now. I'm not really sure. I mean, before they traded back up to six, when they were going down to 12, I had no idea what the fuck they were doing there because they were basically hedging their bet for the Jets taking a quarterback. Like, they're not going to take, I'm guessing they're going to ride with Tua unless they're somehow going to pull off a miracle trade for Deshaun Watson. But it just, there's so many moving parts. Well, there's so many moving parts now because. You got to think about, all right, Miami moved back, so they obviously didn't believe in any of the guys there. They capitalized, got their picks. Philly obviously didn't believe in a guy at six. We thought we all thought they were going to take a quarterback, and now I'm thinking even more likely now they're going to take Trey Lance. I would love, L-O-V-E, love for Howie Roseman to drop his nuts on the table and be like, you know what? I'm going to take another no-name fucking school quarterback. Trey Lance is our guy now. I would love for them to trade back right, and take so trade I wanted I wanted to get into Sam Darnold first since we were talking about him, like where his okay. best destination okay. was. But since no, 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 since you wanted to shit on the Eagles, we'll just, <laughs> let's, let's keep it rolling. The Eagles were in the driver's seat to pick the best um, skill position player, whether they wanted Pitts, whether they wanted Chase, six, the Heisman Smith winner, and yeah. Devonta, yeah, and Devonta Smith, if they wanted the 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 gamble on Jalen uh, Waddle. Every Eagles fan was ecstatic. You know what? We can't fuck it up this year. We can't. What do they oh, do? Wait, they they fucked trade it up. all the way back. They trade back, and now I what I think is apparently they tried to trade up for Wilson after saying they were all in on Jalen Hurts. So that's kind of got to be an, another ego shot. They keep they keep shooting these fucking quarterbacks right in the heart in their own locker room. No wonder they don't want to play for him. You blame Wentz, and now Hurts had the whole team on his back, and they're trying to trade up for Wilson. It's funny that— You can't let these reports leak to the public because then it's going to get into the locker room, and this is what causes all this shit. It's funny, though, too, because they didn't even trade that much. Like, So it was it was the number six pick for the number 12 and their 2022 first-round picks. They got an extra first-round pick next year, but the other, like, they they swapped, I think it was, like, 123 for 156. So, like, they gained another pick, but is it worth it when you already have a quarterback on your roster who, I mean, I'm not going to say he proved he can play in the NFL last year, but he showed signs. 
we were hype about Jalen Hurts. The kid, he was balling the last. It was like what? Four I had him weeks? on my fan. He he put up like thirty two points for me in a fantasy week one time in the playoffs. Yeah, it just drives me nuts when teams that they're never satisfied well, with a quarterback. Well, teams that are delusional, thinking that they can compete when the rest of their roster is in shambles and they have a quarterback on their roster that, I mean. If they give him a shot, he could be their their future quarterback. I'm not gonna say franchise, yeah. but he could be their future quarterback. And they're he gonna, has enough talent. And they, I mean, it's just what I think Howard Roseman is going to do. What they should do is just either be, rebuild the offensive line, whether it's Slater or one of the other guys, or I mean, that I mean, I don't really know who they lost. Whoever, defense, whoever the Eagles, whoever. Okay, first and foremost, whoever the Eagles fans wanted, they're not gonna be there at twelve, mm-hmm. and. Whoever the Eagles thought they were going to get at 6 will not be there at 12. Their second choice won't be there at 12. Their third choice won't be there at 12. I don't know what the fuck they were doing. Obviously, they're not stressing wide receiver because if they did, they would have sat there and, and went Chase, went Smith, whoever they want first. Yeah, they believe they went in back Jalen to 12. Rager. They went back to 12. It, it, part of me is thinking that they're going to go defense or offensive line. They're just going to wait and see who falls. Yeah, there. and it also could be, you know, you never have – you never know how these talent evaluators think. Like they may think we. I know. I know we don't look. Well, that far if you're ahead. a Philadelphia talent evaluator, you should lose your job. I mean, you never know how they think. Like they could view next year's draft more highly than this year's draft, and they try and stack up another pick. But I mean, there's so many holes in this roster already. You've already been the laughing stock of the fucking NFL since week 17, and you just flip your franchise quarterback to Indy. Like you, you gotta. It's bad optics, is what the way I'll put it. They just don't. They they, get, the they can't get out of their own quarterback way. to Indy. They can't get their and then and then and then they're trying to trade for another quarterback to replace their new franchise quarterback. They don't know what they're doing. Yeah, and they have no clue what they're doing. I I feel I honestly feel a little bit bad for Eagles fans when they're like fire Howie Roseman and somehow this this cockroach keeps his job. Like yeah. it it drives me crazy. But there I don't know if you had anything else to add to that. But there was a, one other angle I wanted to bring up about these these three trades today. Um, and it's about the eight and nine spots. So what does this mean for Carolina and Denver? So as we talked about earlier on in the year, um, Denver doesn't really believe in Drew Locke. I don't think John Elway thinks he's like their their future. And Even though they say it, yeah, they don't. I, it's like that you know how Elway is with quarterbacks, though. Like he he's just a plug and play guy until he get, he finds yeah. someone. So I'm thinking more and more like until he now, finds his guy, which he has yet to do. Yeah, I think yeah. one of those eight or nine guys, so Carolina or Denver, could end up with Deshaun Watson pending legal situations. Um, I know I picked my sleeper pick earlier on as Carolina, but I'm leaning more and more towards Denver now, just mm-hmm. thinking about how John Elway thinks. Like he likes to bring in those hired guns. He brought in Peyton Manning, and then that worked and won them a Super Bowl. He brought in on a lower note Brock Osweiler. Thought he was going to be the plug and play guy. That didn't work. So I'm thinking. I don't think Denver's going to take a quarterback in this draft. I think it's going to be more of a Darnold, Jimmy G, Deshaun Watson. I think we can close the book on Russell Wilson now, right? Yeah. Yeah. So one of those three guys. Um, I know we, I saw, was it Mariota signed that one-year deal with Oakland? He went, he went yeah. back to, or LA, I can't even get the name right. The LA, wherever they are. Las Vegas. Wherever Raiders. they're from. Yeah. yeah. Wherever they're from. It's like, the, it's like the Angels in baseball, the Los Angeles the black Angels. And, the, black yeah. and so, the black and silver team that sucks, that, that team. Yeah. They play in the giant Roomba in Vegas. The, the guy with the bowl cut as the owner. Yeah. He has a bowl cut haircut. Yep, yep. But yeah, so I think more and more likely one of those, I know we're going to get into our, our picks for where Darnold and Jimmy I, G are going to go, but I think it's going to be more likely I there. I could see that. And now I'm thinking more and more, I don't know if you heard a little bit earlier that, um, I mean, the Jets are still throwing that smoke screen that Darnold's their guy. 
Um, and people were like clamoring for the Jets to just trade back from two. Oh, yeah, I know. And I'm like, I don't really know. Unless you're getting a haul like San Francisco just gave up to get uh, – or Miami just got from San Francisco. I think that might be in their best interest if they believe in Darnold. But that's the thing, dude. Like, they're, I think the Jets are probably in the worst position this offseason because you have to you have to decide between your franchise quarterback you took yeah. and the new franchise quarterback. And I don't, It's either you get him a weapon, yeah. you get him protection – or you draft his replacement and get rid of him. And I don't know if you saw that stat though. It was they were projecting if the Jets are to take one of the quarterbacks at number two, it'll be the first time in NFL history that a team has selected a quarterback. It was the first time in NFL history that his team in a four-year span has selected two quarterbacks in the top three. So not even the Browns. Not even the Browns have pulled that off. Jesus Christ. Like, Four years. It's been four years in this four-year span. They're about to take two quarterbacks in the top three of the NFL draft. I mean, I get it's a new GM now, but, like, they should just blast that whole front office. I, it was Gase's fault. I, I mean, the, the fact that Chris Johnson well, that's, that's, that's was so high. Well, Chris Johnson was blowing him in, in the, in the <laughs> owner's office. I mean, Woody Johnson was in, like, Japan being the ambassador uh, no, for, I, for the U.S. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But... Yeah, he was being like the ambassador. Chris Johnson got Adam Gase and was like, that's our guy, that's our guy, that's it, that's it. No more interviews, that's our guy. Well, that's he the reason they switched from the GMs. Dolphins after going 17 and like 31. That's the reason they switched GMs is because Adam Gase wanted more control and McCagney said, fuck off, what have you done? Yes, exactly. And, and Gase got rid of him too. G- Gase, who, who single-handedly, I think I heard this on a radio show too, who single-handedly ruined the franchise more? Adam Gase or Phil Jackson? Oof. That's tough. I'd have right, to go Gase right? just because the Knicks are looking up. But, like, that's tough. I mean, Phil came in. Right? And just... how, but how sad is that? New York, the biggest market, the biggest market in the world, and you're having that conversation. Yeah, that's that's brutal. But um, if they do trade back, it'll be interesting to see where they trade to. Um, but, yeah, no, I still think – I know we'll get into our picks. We'll do that next. But yeah, go for I it. Think where do you think? Where do you have Sam going? Sam. Yeah. Just because I don't, I don't want to bank it on legal issues. I think that I, I don't know if we, I, that's kind of how I'm doing it too. Though I don't know if we've gotten into this on the podcast or not, but I think that big conspiracy here. Just because he hasn't gotten like any criminal charges pressed on him yet, and it's been all civil stuff, and then them like the alleged victims going up to the. Uh, lawyer and being like, hey, 100K and I'll make this disappear. Like, mm-hmm. real victims don't do that. They go to the, the district attorney or they, they file charges. Um, I think this might be a play by, by uh, was it Cal McNair, the owner? Because they had that whole There's dispute. No I think it might be a little bit of a conspiracy theory there where he's just sending these girls out allegedly doing all this. I think it might end up in Deshaun Watson having to stay in Houston. So I'm going to say uh, I'll go Darnold to Denver. And Ooh. I'm going to have to agree with you. I think Jimmy G somehow gets back to New England. I don't know for what, but it's, I think both of them are going to be moved. And then I think Carolina would be the sleeper if Deshaun Watson gets moved or they take uh, Fields or Lentz. Okay, so I 110% think that Jimmy G is going back to the Patriots. And that's There's the most likely question yeah. about it. I mean, Bill didn't even want to trade him when Tom Brady was there. 
He wanted to get rid of Tom Brady instead of Garoppolo, and the only reason that they got rid of Garoppolo is because Brady basically forced them out. Mm-hmm. So I don't think Cam's the uh, the solution. He only signed for like a one-year deal, Yeah, obviously, like everyone else in the NFL. I think they're going to ride him out this year, probably not do shit, and they're going to trade for Jimmy next year. Or is he a free agent next year? Uh, this would be year... No, because he didn't he sign an extension? Yeah, so I think I think next year would be his last year, maybe. Or, no, no, no. He has a bunch. Yeah, he's a t- he's a big contract. Let me look. Drop a contract. But anyways, somehow I know for a fact he's going to get back to uh, to New England. Garoppolo has a five just, year, one hundred thirty seven million dollar yeah, okay. contract ending in twenty twenty two. Twenty twenty two is the last okay. year of the deal, and then he's an unrestricted free agent in twenty twenty three. So that's yeah. So that's next year. Two more years. Twenty twenty two. He hasn't played out twenty twenty one yet, so he's got two years of uh, he's got two years of contract. So this year, next year. Oh right, 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 yeah. right, right. Okay, okay. Yeah, so I mean, he'll either he'll probably get traded, honestly, or they'll ride him out for two years and try and win with him for two years and trade him back to the Patriots. I don't fucking know, but I think he ends up back in the Patriots. Okay, Sam, I was ready. Obviously, we had all of our schedule out for the for the podcast before you know the last three hours happened. Yeah, I was ready to say Sam to San Francisco, Sam Francisco. <laughs> get it california kid uh-huh. like already in the position to win now but after this trade and with all obviously we said we were you know with all the legal shit pending yeah. right now the only two teams i could see trading for sam darnold are the carolina panthers and the washington redskins football team the panthers are gonna yeah they're, the panthers are gonna ride out bridgewater Oh, fuck. I said Redskins. Fuck. Dollar in the jar. You're right. <laughs> Football team. Um, That's only like the second time. I, did. I think I did the first episode in this one. We've been, we've been pretty good with it. But um, Yeah, every 12 episodes. It's not bad. But I think those are going to be the teams. He'll either sit behind Fitzpatrick, which I don't know why people are like banking on Fitzpatrick to win the fucking NFC East this year. The dude's never even been to the playoffs. Everyone, I think I told everyone you. Everyone forgets that, 50. too. Everyone thinks he's a yeah. baller, but he's never even played a game in the playoffs. He is a baller when the games don't matter and he's chucking up 60 times a game mm-hmm. on losing teams. Like, it, that he puts up stats. He doesn't win games. Like, people people need to stop with this whole, like, rationale that, yo, oh, my, yo. The Redskins, fi- or, fuck. The football team finally got a quarterback? Like, no, they didn't. Okay. This dude's never even won a playoff game. So you think he's going to Washington? So let me give you yeah. this then. I'm going to throw you two teams out, and I want you to tell me who's their starting quarterback next year. We'll start with Denver. Who's starting in Denver? Is it Drew Locke? Locke? Drew you Locke. And they go another option. Drew Locke, and I'll tell you why. I'll tell you why. I don't think Elway makes a move for a quarterback right now, especially because he's in a division with Patrick Mahomes for the next 15 years and Justin Herbert. What move is he going to make that's going to top those two guys? He needs to it's be true. one or two in the draft to get his guy. There's no way that he's going to trade for a guy and they're instantly going to contend with those two teams. It's not going to happen. He needed to have the number one pick this year. Yeah, yeah, it's never going to happen. The Broncos Broncos are literally in the graveyard for for as long as Herbert and Mahomes' career exists. Yeah. That hold the Raiders, too. They're fucked. All right, I'm going to throw one more out there then. Um, You had Carolina. What was the other one I was going to do? It was Denver and... Oh, Miami. Tua. Miami? Um... Because this is the other option. I really, I really, really, really want to be bold and say Russell Wilson, and to, say to Miami, yeah, and say that they didn't. Hold on, hear me out, and say that they didn't want the third pick and all this other stuff. But Miami just accumulated so many more picks. I don't know if Seattle hears another offer and takes it. 
just because Wilson's unhappy. I'm not going to say that, though, okay. because that's really bold, so I'm going to say two. Okay. And I should have just thought of one more off the top of my head. I'm going to answer it right after you answer it, but I'm going to go with Chicago. Um, to refresh your memory, they recently signed Andy Dalton. I know. It's, it's Dalton. I think Dalton starts the year, but I think they take someone like, I don't know, maybe Kyle Trask or someone, and, and they end up taking over midseason. Yeah, I'm thinking if they try and come back and get a quarterback, maybe a Trask, a Jones. Um, I'm, I haven't really looked at whoever's after that. But I, for some reason, still think that they're going to try and throw Nick Foles out there. Yeah. I really – I don't know why, but somehow this guy just – he's like the cockroach of the NFL. Literally cannot did die, you, and he just keeps fooling. Did you see all those reports that they said that – Foles might be going back to Philadelphia. Yeah, I did hear that, and it uh, it made my Eagles fans very unhappy. I would, I would, li- I really want it to happen because I need some like comedy in my life right now. You know, well, could you imagine the pressure lately. that Jalen Hurts is already under enough pressure, and, and they haven't even drafted a quarterback yet? Could you imagine if they bring back the guy who's going to statue outside their stadium and their only Super Bowl no. title? No, that's just. I mean, you're asking to be set up for a situation where you're going to get fucked. Like, I. I mean, yeah, for Philly, I mean, I guess it would make sense if they think he has Foles magic in Philly. But, like, if you really want Jalen Hurts to be your starting quarterback, you give him every opportunity to be that starting quarterback role. And bringing in Nick Foles is not going to do that. Yeah, no. But, all right, so we, we did some quarterback talk. The, uh, the, the trade, the trade, or NFL draft trade carousel, basically. Ring around the rosy yeah. musical chairs. Um, Should happen like that. Yeah. It came out of nowhere. Well, it was all within, like, a span of... 45 minutes it was the first trade and then the second trade well that's why i don't i don't know if you have it i'm no no you definitely have it because I, I showed you it and we we've been trying to get this uh dynasty league together mm-hmm. forever but if you want sleeper the sleeper app you know that shit dude they they had the updates like the the trades two to five minutes before espn they must like track espn or uh, not yeah. ESPN, they must track like Schefter's twitter or something <laughs> yeah like no dude even before Schefter fucking put it out like they were the first sleeper was the first one to put it that was the first notification i got and then like five minutes later everything else came out yeah so sleeper we love you if you want to sponsor us yeah, yeah, we're looking for sponsors. Anyone wants sometimes. to give us money to talk about them on our podcast? You Manscaped. I shaved my balls on the <laughs> on the weekly. <laughs> well, speaking of, of weekly. Um, of balls. Speaking of balls. The NBA. Want to get into NBA or you want to go March Madness? No. You, you, let's go through some NBA because I feel like that will take the least amount of time. All right. Well, we can recap the NBA trade deadline. It was kind of interesting. I mean – it was. They there were some some decent names that got moved. I know like Oladipo went to Miami. Uh, the Clippers got Rajon Rondo. Aaron Gordon got traded. Um, and then you had the names that stayed. Like where did Gordon go? Gordon went to Denver. Okay. So. Oh right, right, yeah. right. So there was a couple of big names that got traded. Denver got yeah. Denver got. And better. then you had the guys that didn't get traded. So like Kyle Lowry stayed in Toronto. Um, you had Lonzo no Ball stay in New Orleans. Um, Which makes also, no sense. also free agent next year, right? Yeah, well, yeah, obviously. But the guy that I wanted for the Knicks, JJ Redick, got traded to the Mavericks, which is double trouble for the Knicks because one, you don't get him on your team, and two, he goes to the Mavericks where he's going to help them win games when you're holding their first round draft pick. <laughs> so mm-hmm. that was a, a shit move for us. But I mean, the, I mean, we'll start with the biggest move. I mean, the Oladipo move from Miami. Um, I'm looking at the standings right now. They're right in the middle. I think I think they're at four. No, they're at, oh, they dropped off. So they're at seven right now. Um, 
Believe it or not, actually, I'm looking at the standings right now. Charlotte is actually in the four spot right now, tied with the Knicks. They're both. Uh, Damn. Yeah, well, they're going to drop off too after Lamelo. Well, that's what I'm saying. They, they played a little bit better after Lamelo, but I also saw something today on Twitter. I'm not really sure where it was, but it said that um, Charlotte executives believe that um, Lamelo's injury might not be season-ending. So mm. that's a good sign for them. I mean, he's been the most dynamic rookie of the year so far, um, other than like Anthony Edwards. What did he do? He broke his wrist. It was his wrist, yeah. So. That's kind of stupid, though. It's not season-ending. Like, if you're, if you, if I just uh, drafted my franchise player, and I know for a fact I'm not going to win the championship that year, that motherfucker is sitting for the rest of the year. Well, you look at uh, not to throw it back too far, but the the Michael Jordan thing. Remember, he he like broke his heel or something like that. He had like a stress fracture in his heel, and he was trying to come back that year to compete because they were like competing for the eight seed. It was in the last dance. They were talking about it, where like they put him on a minutes restriction. They kept pulling him after like ten minutes. Because um, they wanted to like make sure that he was healthy, but it's the same thing with Lamelo. Like, they're I mean, obviously they're they're a game over five hundred right now. Charlotte is, and yeah, you can compete, maybe win a first round game, but like this is not your year to compete. You want to make sure this guy is whole for the whole thing. Like, I, I would say the same thing right now. If the same thing happened to either like R.J. Barrett or Emmanuel Quickly, I'd be like, yeah, if there's a chance they can come back and injure it worse, then just sit him. Um. But, yeah, no, I mean, Miami should make a little bit of a run after they got Oladipo. Um, but to be fair, like you said a couple weeks ago, it's it's really the Nets. I mean, the top three teams, it's the Sixers, Bucks, and Nets in the East. And then the, I mean, Lakers, Clippers, Jazz, if you want to throw the Suns in there in the West. The West is more Who did you, uh, on the poll, on the Instagram poll, who did you vote for? Did you vote for Jokic or did you vote for Harden? I actually voted for Harden. I think I did too. It's because he's been. I mean, if I don't know if you're watching the net games though, he's legit carrying them. Like Kyrie refuses to play for some. Yeah, with, without Durant, I, isn't he? He's aver- He's um. He's leading the league in assists too. Isn't yeah, he? I think it's like thirty and like twelve or thirty and thirteen. Dude, I, he's going. He's going off. Yeah, he's. I mean, and to be fair, I don't respect the way that he got himself out of Houston, but once he got himself to Brooklyn, he's been hooping. So, and I, I'm also a little bit biased because I don't watch Denver play ever. So. Uh, I see Jokic highlights every once in a while. That's about it. But yeah, no. I mean, the trade deadline. A couple of. Are you upset moves. with? Are you upset with the fact that the Knicks didn't do anything? Are you happy that they kind of kept? I would have liked. Young I would have liked to see Alonzo Ball trade. Um, I think that would have helped them. But who are you willing to give up for that? So I saw like a Kevin Knox. I saw it was the guys they were looking at were Knox. They were looking at Neil Aquina, and they were looking like at. I think it was like Alex Burks detected? or something. It was another like oh, yeah, another yeah. role player, but it was going to be either this year's Mavericks pick or next year's first round pick. And to be fair, I mean it's a lot to give up if you're giving up another first round pick plus like some of your guys. I mean Kevin Knox hasn't done anything for them. Frank Nealakim has kind of been a bust, but that first round pick is the only thing that I really care about. But the the Lonzo Ball move it helps them this year because Derrick Rose has been out with COVID. And it helps them in the future, too, because, I mean, I, he, I think he's a year or two away from getting another deal. But it really all depends on what he would want contract-wise. If he wants a max contract, I don't know if the Knicks are willing to pay him that. That's the only thing. Yeah, but you know what signing Lonzo Ball does? What? It gets you LaMelo Ball. 
and then it gets you Leangelo Ball, and then it gets you LeVar, LeVar's and then it gets you a, a BBB, a BBB fucking <laughs> sponsorship. It's going to be the fucking garden, and it's going to have three Bs across the goddamn court. LeVar Ball get kicked out of MSG so fast by James Dolan? <laughs> he would. He would get... Oh my god, he wouldn't even be within, he wouldn't be allowed within a mile. He wouldn't even be allowed to ride on Grand Central or Penn Station. Nope. They would fucking ban him from the trains. Yeah, but, I mean, to be, like, to, to run it back to the next point, like, that was really the only guy. I mean, I wasn't going to give up Max picks to get a Bradley Beal, who wanted to stay in Washington for some reason. I wasn't going to give up a bunch of picks to get fucking Oladipo, or what was the other name they were looking at? There was another guy. Oh, Zach Levine was the other guy they were looking at. And, I mean... I said it on, on our Twitter, I believe. Um, I would have liked to see them get another shooter, like a J.J. Redick or someone to space the floor. Um, but if they don't, it's fine. You're playing with house money at this point. If you make the playoffs, get bounced in the first round, that's, that's a productive season. Like, no one expected the Knicks to do anything this year. So, yeah. you've seen... I think it's a productive season. Well, yeah. I mean, I, again, I don't watch it this, that much. I think next year I'm probably going to get into it a little bit more just because I have seen, especially, what was it, the the... Um, quickly with the spin around, yeah, I sent uh, you that. That was nasty. Yes. dude. That was nasty. And just watching quickly, and like, especially, I just finished Last Chance U basketball. Yep. And like, you know, you and I, Connor and I used to play. What was it? Freshman year, like from August when we moved in until like early November, we played basketball. What every single day? Yeah, it takes like five showers a day because I was playing twice a day. Yeah, yeah. We were doing we were doing laundry like fucking <laughs> eight, eight times a week. Yeah, I miss basketball. So but, um, I'm gonna probably uh, I'm gonna be a little bit more involved next yeah, year. Yeah, when it comes to the Knicks, I mean, everyone, all the NBA so-called experts had that quickly pick at 23 as like a D plus, saying he's like a bust, blah blah blah, and he's been top three rookie of the year voting all year. Um, so no one expected that. Obi Toppin's been up and down. Um, I think this is kind of a disappointing year for him, just based on the injuries. Yeah, I've heard he's, he's kind of sucked. Well, it's just based on the injuries and the fact that there is higher expectations. I think it doesn't really help him that Quickly's playing so well because it looks like their twenty third overall pick was better than their six or no, it was it was eight. I've only seen I've only seen highlights, so I can't judge how they both play. But the radio shows that I watch and listen to literally say watching Obi Toppin is almost impossible. It's it's like so he looks, frustrating. Like he's not even a basketball player. Well, it's no, I wouldn't go that far. It's so frustrating because he shows the flashes. And then he does like he'll he'll play well for twelve minutes, and then the last eight minutes he plays, he just can't buy a bucket. He's hucking up threes from half court. He's missing rebounds. He's getting stupid foul calls. So like it's just you, you don't expect that from a guy who played all four years at Dayton. Like he's coming out as like a twenty three year old. He's not one of these yeah. eighteen nineteen year olds coming out. Like yeah, he's, he's an not older rusty. guy. He doesn't need to yeah. adjust. Yeah, and there was higher expectations for him than there were for Quickly. So that was a little disappointing, but it hasn't hurt the team. That's the thing. Like they're playing well. You've seen R.J. Barrett coming into his own. Everyone calling him a bust because he's not fucking John Morant or Zion Williamson should shut their fucking mouth because he's a really good I will, player. I, listen, listen. This is this is for you. I remember in the summer, and we were talking, mm-hmm. and I said, dude, like. R.J. Barrett is such a bust. And this is, again, this is very limited basketball knowledge for me, uh-huh. which I, I really dropped off for the, from the past couple of years. And I said, dude, like, from what I've seen and the highlights and the stats and everything, like, R.J. Barrett's such a bust. And you're like, don't you ever talk about him like that. Like, you're going to regret it this year. Eh? He's going to go off this year. I told you. And from the first, from the first, from the very first game, he has done just that. And I, I will take it on the head. Mm-hmm. I'll take it on the chin. 
I was completely wrong. R.J. Barrett's a fucking beast. Yeah, I mean, he's not going to be that that number one guy that Zion and John Morant have the capabilities of being. He could. But he's, he could. He's, he's still good, so young. He's, he could develop he's a really him. good player. Like, he could be your number two or number three guy on a championship team. And that's that's what you're looking for. And I'll, I'll, tell, my, I'll tell everyone out there, I was right about that. That's my guy. His jersey's hanging yes. in my closet. And I believed in him. He's starting he's start to get his jump shot going a little bit, so that's helping. But we can both take it on the chin here and uh, admit that we were just dead wrong as long as or as much as everyone else was about Julius Randle. Um, I was I was beating the drum early on in the year for uh, R.J. Barrett to be the most improved player of the year. But if it's not Julius Randle, then the entire award is rigged because I don't know who's been more improved than he has. Yeah, it has to be one of the Knicks. The guys, the guys averaging like twenty four, uh, like twelve and seven, and he was an All Star this year. So. It's overall, regardless of whether they make the play-in tournament, they make a first-round appearance, get bounced, win around. It they could miss the playoffs altogether, and it's still been a productive year. So that's yeah. that's the building block. But yeah, that's that's basically all I have to say about that. Like I said, the, our teams locally didn't make any huge moves at the deadline, and we kind of glossed over a little bit of the NBA trade deadline. So it's you'll see th- these trade deadline moves won't really make a difference until the last week of the season slash couple first rounds of the playoffs. Um, there is also one more name that I had on, I wanted to bring up on that Knicks, like trade deadline wish list, I guess. Mm-hmm. Andre Drummond got oh, bought Drummond. out. He yeah. got bought out by the Cavs today. I, he's not going to go to the Knicks. I know that. Um, but the, the destinations for him, I think it was the Nets, uh, was the was Nets, Lakers, and Heat, I think. Were like the three how can the, how can the, How can the Nets or the Lakers afford him? Yeah, I don't know. He'd have to take the better. I don't number. understand NBA side. What are they going to give him? Like a fucking McDonald's, like Happy Meal? What What are they giving this guy? It's just those guys that want to ring chase take those NBA minimums or better. But the games. NBA contracts are crazy. They're more expensive than baseball contracts nowadays. Because they have the TV money, dude. How the fuck are they affording all TV money? The ninth man Who on the, the fuck watches the NBA. The ninth or tenth man on the bench uh, makes probably about like ten million a year. Oh, 100%. Yeah, so if you have a, if anyways, you're, right. if you're raising, NBA. If you're raising kids fuck, at home, put a basketball in your hand. <laughs> fuck NBA. Oh, 100%. If at least they're six foot three or, or taller. But fuck, fuck NBA. It's March. Transition. You know why we're here. Yes. You know why we're here. And here's our, our transition uh, crack of another beer. For another fucked up Friday. Connor said beer to sound more masculine, but he's <laughs> drinking a twisted tea. So it's a twisted tea. Anyone who knows me knows that it's tweed season. From March 15th until <laughs> August 15th is tweed season. Uh, but I anyways, so in our um, in our picks, we have the same amount of people left. So I'll go over the picks. I have Gonzaga left. Um, Baylor and my Cinderella, Oregon State. You have... Michigan, Arkansas, and, and your Cinderella, Syracuse. So we both have three people left in our official picks. But in our actual bracket, if you're in the group, you already know how I'm doing. I'm doing fucking terrible. <laughs> I'm the only person that has Baylor winning, though. So if Baylor wins, I literally go from, like, last place to first place. That's what's so stupid about this whole tournament mm-hmm. thing. Connor's doing pretty well. I think Connor's, like, just ahead of, like, the middle of the pack. But for the, what I wanted to do for the bracket, yeah, for the yeah for the bracket. Yeah, I'm in fifth place in the Real Talk Fan Challenge. So. Oh, nice, nice, nice. And the two so people in front I, of me have their champion gone. So what what I wanted to do was I wanted to go over this 
you know how ESPN does like the second chance bracket? Yeah. I wanted to go over that with you. So we're gonna we're gonna run through our second chance bracket live on air right now. Oh boy, I'm not prepared for this, but okay. That's fine. I'll, I'll <laughs> give you the I'll give you the matchups right now. So we're gonna go first matchup: Gonzaga and Creighton. I'll go first. I'm gonna go Gonzaga. Yeah, I'll follow. Best team didn't really have Creighton even coming out of the Sweet 16. I don't think they're that good of a team. Apparently, uh, is there is is I know the coach is McDermott's dad, but is his name Doug? He said he had some like crazy remark that everyone's going like off about. They said he said some crazy wow. egregious thing. I did not look into it, but everyone's really mad at him. But I don't think that's the reason they're going to lose. I just think Gonzaga's a better team. And, and anyway. So who you got? Gonzaga, Creighton? Uh, I'll go Gonzaga. I'm, I'm actually looking at it right now. I have it on ESPN. All right. USC, Oregon. You can go first. Uh, I'll take USC. I like those two Mobley kids. Gonna, the Mobley kids have been playing I'm really going to well. take – yep, I'm going to take USC as well. I had USC – I think – no, because I had Kansas. I, I wanted USC to go into my Sweet 16, but they had the bad matchup. I always thought they were a good team, but, yeah, I'm going to have USC going through. So we're going to go down to the east. We got your – obviously, I don't even need to ask you about this. We got your fucking champion, Michigan. It's going to be a good Florida game, State. but I'm taking Michigan. I think it'll be a th- like obviously, a two or three. Take Michigan. I really, like, when I first made my bracket, I had Florida State moving on. Um, but after watching them play, they did not play well in both the first two rounds. I think Michigan just a better team, even without, what was their their best player, Livers, they got hurt, uh, right? The guard, in, yeah. In Livers. the regular season. Yeah. Livers, Livers. So, yeah, I, I, think, I think they end up winning it, too. So then we got UCLA at Alabama. I'm going to go with Alabama, better shooting team and just more physical. I'm taking the Bruins. Ooh. First upset. Um, I don't know. I like that momentum coming out of the playing tournament. Um, I didn't think they were going to beat Michigan State, so they've proven me wrong to this point. Um, I also had Alabama losing to someone in my bracket, so I don't remember who it was. Um, but yeah, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go UCLA. Okay. Baylor Villanova. Baylor's my champion, so I'm just gonna go ahead and say Baylor. Yeah, mark them down. That'll be a blowout. Okay. Arkansas and your money bagging Oral Roberts. I just want to say for anyone that follows us, Oral Roberts is my team this year in the tournament because I have hit both of their money lines so far, and it has made me probably around, I think it's like 500 bucks, something like that, just on like $5 bets. Um, you should donate that $500 to the school. I've already donated it to back to the betting account, so... <laughs> <laughs> I've lost. I thought you were saying I donated it to my local like beer distributor. No, I donated it back to the fucking bookie. Um, but like I said in our, our March Madness preview, I think Arkansas is the best three seed. Arkansas over Colgate, never a doubt. Arkansas basketball, <laughs> team logo, or not team logo, team uh, motto, never a doubt. We're going Arkansas. Sorry, Oral Roberts. You had a good run. Yeah, yeah. I, I think they're done. I think, they, I think they're really going to get blown Although up. Although I will say, I do love that guard they have. Asmus or Osmus, whatever his name is. Mm-hmm. Kids at Hooper. Call them Black Jimmer. So we got uh, Sister Jean in Loyola, Chicago versus my sleeper pick, my Cinderella, Oregon State. I'd love to go Oregon go State, first? but Loyola, Chicago, as much I, I as, am, much as uh, they get highlighted for fucking a nun, they are a very good team. Their team deserves They're more so credit. They're so fucking talented. Their team deserves their way defense, more credit. 
dude, their defense and their three-point shooting, and that's it's three and D in college now. That's it. There's no more big man play. Like if you have a dom, if you have like a, a Hashim Thabit, there's no more of that. If you have three-point shooters and you can limit a team to under sixty points a game, you're winning every single game, and that's what Loyola Chicago's done consistently for the past. This year and two years ago when they were in the tournament. So, I, yeah, I got Loyola Chicago all the way. And I, I said, like, they, they deserve more respect, including from myself, because I picked them to lose in the first round. I picked them to lose in the first round, too. I think it was, what, St. Bonaventure? Yeah. Yeah. No, no, no. It was St. Bonaventure. Uh, LSU. LSU. Who did they play? I don't remember I, who they played. Uh, I can't remember. I, I, you could look yeah, it up. I picked against them, so. Syracuse, Houston. Near you. I'll go. Buddy ba- is Buddy ba- ba- oh my Buddy God. Is Buddy Bayheim the best player in the nation right now? He's the best player in the tournament right now, I'll tell you that much. Is he the number one pick? No, I'm just kidding. But holy shit, Buddy Bayheim scoring what, 30 to 35 points consistently? Mm-hmm. I don't understand how they do this. Every single time Syracuse gets in as a two seed, three seed, four seed, they get upset. When they get in as an 11 seed and they do the playing game, these motherfuckers go to the Final Four, and I cannot go against the momentum, and I have them beating Houston, the worst two seed in the tournament. Yeah, I picked this game before the tournament even started. I had Syracuse and Houston, and I had Syracuse beating them. Buddy Bucket's going to have another 30-piece. Motherfucker's crazy. Everyone thought he just got he was on the team because his dad's the coach. Motherfucker's, going, motherfucker's shooting 11 for 13 from three in the tournament. Yeah, guy's hot as fuck right now. Gonzaga, USC. You go first. Gonzaga. Me too. I hate it, but I'm that going was, Gonzaga. I just I think they're more talented and just just the way they play, dude. I mean, everyone says that they have no competition, and then you watch them play like those little games and the passing and everything. They just seem like they're so in sync. It makes no sense, and it's every year they're the Boise State of college basketball. Mm-hmm. They're like the Boise State football team of college basketball. They're that team that always gets there to the Final Four and just never gets in. Yeah. So then we got, well, I have, okay, so Michigan, Alabama for me, Michigan, UCLA for you. Yeah, I'm taking Michigan. I'm going to go ahead and take Alabama just because I don't believe in Michigan. They said Isaiah Livers might be able to come back at this game. I don't believe they'll be able to. I think the SEC was probably the best. Uh, conference this year in terms of uh, college basketball, and I think Alabama is just too physical and, and too good at the threes to uh, they're going to knock off Michigan. Yeah, if that kid can if that kid can play at all at like eighty percent, he's going to play. Oh yeah, they're going to win. They'll, they'll, if if he was healthy, they might that they would probably be in my championship. I don't know if I'd have them beating Baylor, but they would be in my championship. Probably. So then we got um, in the Elite Eight up in the South. We got Baylor versus Arkansas. I'm going to go ahead. Baylor's my champion, so I'm taking Baylor. Easy. Yeah, I'm following. As much as I want to pick Arkansas, Baylor's too good. I think they're the second-best team in the country. Going down to the Midwest, we got Loyola Chicago versus Syracuse. What a fucking elite eight. CBS is probably pissed. Um, yeah, yeah, I'm going Syracuse all the way to the those are the. I bet you those ratings would be the highest um, of those two teams, opposed to the other teams. You'd be surprised. No, dude, because of the... the All the, every every little Chicago fan is at the game. That's true. <laughs> but yeah, no, I'm going Q's to the final four, um, buddy Buckets. All right, so we're going to go on the left side. So we got Gonzaga versus Michigan for you and versus Alabama for me. Um, and I'm taking my champion, Michigan. Okay, I'm going to take Gonzaga. 
just because I believe they're a better team than Alabama. We're going to go to the other side. I got Baylor versus Loyola of Chicago. I'm going to take Baylor because they're my champion. And you got Baylor versus Syracuse. Yeah, I also have Baylor there. This is my national championship pick from the beginning. Yep. So this is my... Uh, is this my national? Yeah, this is my national. No, this isn't because I Texas. Ooh, because I'm fucking stupid. <laughs> and fucking Texas decided to suck. So this is my championship, Gonzaga versus Baylor. And this is your championship, Michigan versus Baylor. I'm going to take Baylor 80-71, to 71, I have, like I did in my normal bracket. I have Michigan 78-72, same final. All right. So there's our second chance bracket. Hopefully, mine will be better than my first chance bracket. <laughs> You never know if, dude, if Baylor wins, like I'm in last place, but if Baylor wins, it just automatically catapults me to first place. So all I need is that one team to go. I also have a side bet from earlier on before the tournament started at Syracuse to make the final four, like plus, I think it was like 8,000. So that'll be pretty cool. Whoa. All right. I'm, I'm betting for you. You better (laughs) fucking put, buy us some t-shirts, get some t-shirts for the fans. I mean, to be fair, I threw dollar bets on a couple of them. That was one of them. So still 80 bucks. Dollar to an 80. Take that all day long. I'll take that all day long. What are you talking about? So, the uh, second chance bracket. Money. Yeah. We'll, so, uh, that's it. We'll throw those up on the uh, Enjoy the games this weekend. I'm actually super excited for the games. This is when, this is when, I mean, like, you know, it's always good when there's multiple games going on at once, but when there's one game on at a time and it's, it's the Sweet 16, mm-hmm. this is when, like, the shit starts. This is when you're so involved, you're glued to the fucking television, you're checking your bracket nonstop, you're literally involved with every single thing that's going on. And I cannot wait. Was it tomorrow, right? Uh, yeah, tomorrow at I want to say three or Sunday. four o'clock. Yeah, let's see what the schedule looks like. Oh, and then we got the the UFC fights tomorrow. Miocic versus fucking um, Ngannou. Francis Ngannou. I'm actually gonna watch that one. We'll have to talk about that. And the Islanders are playing tomorrow. Oh my god, bro! Oh, what that's wrong. Oregon Saturday. State, Loyola, Chicago at two forty tomorrow. That's the first one. Yep. They put the best game on first. I love it. And then it's Nova Baylor, Oral Roberts, Arkansas, and Syracuse, Houston. That game starts at 10 o'clock. That's brutal. But still. Damn, what the fuck, man? But that's hey. Like, that's why I gotta that's why we gotta move out of the East Coast. But hey, it wouldn't be a fucked up Friday without another top five, would it? It wouldn't, but it <laughs> wouldn't be another episode without a trivia question, would it? I was hoping you'd skip that, but sure. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking trivia. We can't skip it. We did we did trivia. Well, we do it. We did it one episode, and then I said, "Yo, this is gonna be like an ongoing thing," and then we completely forgot about it for like I don't know three or four episodes. Well, this is what happened. We decided to do it. This is what happens when you drink in podcast. Forgot about it again. Well, I mean, we we were supposed to do it on Mondays too. It's supposed to be Mondays and Fridays, and we forgot both days. And then I asked you, you know. I fell out of my chair when I asked you that other question yeah, that, that you, was uh, just brutal. you weren't too thrilled I don't know about. Why you did that? I thought you would have known it, honestly. <laughs> All right. Well, do you want me to ask you first? Yes. Since yes, yes, you're yes. not really prepared. I have an idea okay. of a question, but I want you to go first still. Okay. So since I asked you a question that made me fall out of my chair last time, and you really didn't understand, I decided to go back to your roots. And back to a place where I would never venture because I think uh, this show is the second most overrated show of all time behind Friends. So take, I'm gonna go with brutal. Dude, I, I don't watch The Office. I'm not a, a sorority girl, a frat guy, or a middle-aged uh, person. So I love Steve Carell, but that show can suck my cock. So in the episode where they played that game, Guess Who, where they had to have the card written over their head, you know. Mm-hmm. 
who was on? I don't know his his. Uh, oh yeah, Michael Scott, right? That's his name. I don't know who you're talking about, so probably Steve Carell, Michael Scott. Yes, yes, I got it right. Whose card was on Michael Scott's head? Martin Luther King Jr. Fuck, that was way too easy. <laughs> the the correct thing was it was they were doing races. It was Diversity Day, and he was doing races. Oh, okay. And he did like yeah. like black, white, Hispanic, Chinese, blah blah. And his was Martin Luther King Jr. Well, I got the question wrong, and Connor got the answer right. So <laughs> fuck me. You want to? You want to hear my? Uh, you want to hear my multiple choice? Yeah, sure. What was the multiple choice? Okay. So I had A, Malcolm X. <laughs> B, Martin Luther King. C, Gandhi. And D, Michael Jackson. <laughs> oh boy. Uh, I didn't know you were gonna get it that quick. I should have known. That's probably such like a big thing in the office. It's so easy. Yeah. Fuck. <laughs> fuck. Damn it. Um, I got one for you. It's, it's some Colts trivia. We're gonna we're gonna throw it back a little bit. Okay. So your guy, the one of the best receivers in Colts history, Marvin Harrison, yep. was a three-time All-Pro player. Yep. Name the three seasons in which he was an All-Pro. For reference, what the fuck? For reference, he played from '96 to 2008. You what the fuck? All three? I'll take two, but he was. Three. Oh, you'll take two? Yeah, from '96 to 2008, played all his entire career with the Colts. You'll take two, but you said three, so you're gonna allow me to say three, and if two of them are right, I get it yes. right. Okay. I'm going to say 2002, 2004, and 2005. You were close. You had one. Fuck. Fuck. So 2002 was the correct year. Fuck. In that year, he had a career high in catches and yards. He had 143 catches and 1,700 yards. I know. That's when he set the record in 2002. So 2002. He had 1999. Well, he got it in 99. He had 115 catches, 1,600 yards, 12 touchdowns. Um, and then the last year he was an All-Pro was 2006. Fuck! 95 catches, 1,300 yards, 12 touchdowns. See, I was going to do 2003 and 2004, 2004 and 2005. Or, I mean... 2005 and 2006. Hey, got two. I'm surprised you got one of them, to be honest with you. I well, I knew I knew the 2002 season because that was the record oh, yeah, Michael Thomas just broke. Yeah. yeah, that was fuck. But to be fair, he had that four-year span from 99 until 2002 where he was over 110 catches each. Actually, no, that's not true. Over 100 catches each year. He went 115. Really? I didn't know it was early. I thought it was like that middle middle range. Well, he came in at 24, so he was in his prime from 99 uh, until yeah, he like, was older. Yeah, he was yeah. 27 to 30. So he went 115, 102, 109, 143. Damn. But and then his last season, the last, imagine that, the he, last skips, pro. he skips over yeah. the 2004, 2005, and then goes to 2006. To be fair, from 99 yeah. until 2006, he was a pro bowler. So yeah. that whole span, he was a pro bowler. He was bowler. a beast. That was the, that's the only like um, argument that people try and throw at Peyton. It was like, yo, Peyton had a pro bowler. It's like, all right, let's see. Dallas Clark, too. Harrison. Oh, my God, stop it. <laughs> but, all right, so... So you got so you got two points. I got zero. So I think you're leading now, four to three. Yeah, that was payback for the UNCW question, you asshole. 
No, that that was that was better than I listen. That the one I got was I think I was a little fucked up. I, like, <laughs> I, I need to like come up with some crazy crazy shit. All right, now and, we're on uh, to top so, five Friday. There you go. Now you can say it. it wouldn't be a Friday without this. So, you who did? No, oh, I think I had the first pick last time, right? Um, because it was the sports jerseys. Yeah, I think you went first for that, didn't you? Yeah, I went first last time. So, for the listeners that don't follow us on Instagram, and if you're not following us in, on Instagram and you're listening to us, how the fuck did you even find us, first and foremost? Welcome. Second of all, welcome. We love you, but create a social media and go follow us. We come out with some pretty cool stuff. We tweet all the time. Like, pretty funny, guys. <laughs> if I do say so myself. I don't know. Our, th- our throwback Thursday posted really well. It, it reached like th- I, it reached like three hundred people. We have like the most likes on the page from that. That's because everyone wants to see a Division One athlete doing this thing. People liked it. Yeah, they want to see your fucking snipe. You broke the net. That was one of two that game. Had a two goal game in high school. You know, just a, you just should have sent me the two fucking both. I did. But anyway, top five Friday. <laughs> um, we're doing gas station snacks. So you're thinking road trips, you're thinking long car rides, your go-to snack. So if you had five... Well, you're thinking, you know, you live next to a gas station and you're high and you just walk there and you fucking grab whatever you see in there. Sean was trying to relate to the poster, but yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right, so you're going PG, first. When we lived, when Connor and I lived in our sophomore apartments, we lived right next to a gas station. I was at that gas station every single night. Yeah, you were getting Those snacks. Knew me. You were getting snacks and I was getting six packs of Bud Light Platinum illegally. They were, they invited me into their little secret room to show me where all their shit was because I asked them for a protein bar and they're like, no, we have it back here. They knew me that well. They're like, yo, come on, come back here. Okay, enough of the flexing. You have first yeah. pick. No, you have first pick, you fuck. You had first pick for jerseys, didn't you? I'll take first pick. Oh, that makes, I have first pick. I had first, <laughs> yeah, sure, no, I got first pick. All right. Um, I don't know whether to take this one first or not. Oh, I was really hoping I didn't have first pick, but I'm just going to go with probably the one that I've gotten the most on like road trips and like long car rides. You sit in the car, you pull out a gas station, you go in there. This one will never disappoint you. Just probably the perfect combo. And that's, uh, that's combos. Pretzel, pretzel and cheddar cheese. I love combos. Combos are solid. That's like that's like when I go into a gas station. That's what I think of. So I'm going combos number one. Pretzel, the pretzel combos, not the bullshit. The pretzel, yeah, that's fine. You you can be specific about a. Um, I love combos. Yeah, I mean, my Fire. brother always used to get them when I was younger, and I'd always like steal them and shit. Yeah, anytime we'd we'd always take a, uh, a road trip up to my. Um, my mom's best friend, like upstate New York, like six hours. We'd always stop at a gas station. I'd always get like a combo and like a fucking water or a Gatorade or some shit. Oh, yeah. I love those things. So with my first overall pick, I'm going to go with Doritos, but I'm going to go with a specific flavor of Doritos that I've only seen at the gas station, which I was talking about at PG where we live together. Blazing Buffalo Ranch Doritos chips. Is this a purple bag? It's like a light. It's like a metallic blue bag. Huh, I've never I seen you, that before. You've never seen it. So does that take Doritos off the table? No, you could, it, there's multiple. I mean, I'm not gonna go with combos, but all right, yeah, I'm not gonna go with the Doritos then. Um, oh, yeah, I've never seen that. 
don't even remember you getting those. Dude, they were at the, they were at the, um, I, I feel like I might have gave you one. They were at the PG uh, one all the time. Hmm. All right, I'll take that. I mean, Doritos overall are well, solid choice, so. My second overall pick, and I'm going to go with a gas station staple. Some people, this is this is definitely a love or a hate. You can, There's no in-between with this. It's either you go there and like, yeah, I'll get it and I'm going to eat the whole bag, or who the fuck eats that? And I'm going to go with some Jack Link's beef jerky. Yeah, that's all you. I wouldn't have picked that with a fucking 10-foot pole. I love beef jerky. So you're that asshole who smells up the entire fucking car on a road trip, aren't you? No, I'm not gonna like get it in a cart. Uh, but if I'm going to a gas station, I'm like mm, these look kind of good. It's like, do so you go with like the slim gyms or like the bag? No, no, like the bag, okay. like the bag of. Uh, like the bag is probably better, but the slim gym just the smell it smells like dead cat food. I I used to eat slim gyms when I was little. Nasty I was a little ass. fucker. All right, so you got you got Doritos and then like the Jack Link's beef jerky. Okay, so I have two picks now. I'm going with a throwback. I used to get these yes. probably every time I went to 7-Eleven. used to throw them in my golf bag, get them, take them to school. I'm going with the gummy sharks. Gummy sharks are a go-to, especially <laughs> at 7-Eleven. They're like the, the dollar bag. You get like two for a dollar. Gummy sharks are fucking You want to hear something crazy? I love gummy sharks. And I feel like you're the only other person I've ever met that likes them because anytime I used to get them at the candy store where they had that little thing where you can yep. get it, like pick the candy yourself, people are like, why are you getting those? That's gross. I'm like, these are amazing. What are you talking about? I've never seen them at the candy store. I love gummy those sharks. Bags, like the 50 cent bags of gummy sharks at the fucking thing. It was either that or like the, the watermelon rings, but I'm not huge on that. Um, so I go gummy sharks and then are we doing drinks or, or just, just snacks? Just food? No, snacks. Because okay. if you were going to go drinks, I would have gone like, Cool blue squirt bottle Gatorade. Like a Slurpee? No, no, no. I would have gone cool blue uh, squirt bottle Gatorade, but we're not doing drinks, so I'm not going to do that. I'm going to go with um, cheddar and sour cream ruffles. Okay. Absolute fuego. And sour cream ruffles. All right, that puts two picks on you now. You're three and you know four. Ruffles, you know Ruffles have like approximately like 33% more flavor on each chip just because there's a wave on them? You were a fat kid growing up, weren't you? No, I really wasn't. I just, I just, I just know that stat. I just, I just know stupid useless, stats. Useless party stats. Yeah, I just, that's, I just know stupid stats. But, um, anyways, number three, I'm going to go with milk chocolate covered pretzels. Ooh, that's a good one. Love them. That is my go-to high snack. That is, I love the the sweet and the saltiness. Oh. I love white chocolate. I wasn't going to go with white chocolate because I know it's like, again, hit or miss. People either love white chocolate or hate it. Yeah, I fuck with the white chocolate. It's too sweet. I love it. I fuck with it. Yeah, I love white chocolate. This might be my favorite chocolate, but I didn't want to put it on here because I don't want to deter people away from uh, voting for me. Mm-hmm. Even though I got I got two of your friends to vote for me. Two. Two. You want like a high five or something? Sticker? Yeah. Yeah. I'll give you. I'll mail you a sticker. Um, It'll be there on uh, on uh, Monday. Dude, I was so happy just considering because all your friends vote for you and all my friends vote for you because they hate me. (laughs) So I was like, I was just so happy for it. I was like, Yo, Con, the Jackson kid and uh, and Mike and Mike voted for me. So shout out Jackson and Mike. And the rest of you are dead to me. (laughs) Oh shit! So with my this my fourth round pick, I'm gonna go with a cinnamon toast crunch 
cereal bar. Oh, that's a really mm-hmm. good one. That's a really mm-hmm. good one, and that's underrated too. Dude, how often do you ever see those things? Never. I walk in there, I see them like, I haven't had this shit since I was nine. It's been a long time. Really long time. Whew. I love those things. I No shrimp. No shrimp in mine. I don't know if you saw that thing, like the shrimp tails were in like the Cinnamon Toast Crunch box. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I no, actually I had a box shrimp. of Cinnamon Toast Crunch that I threw away because of that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, no shrimp. Just Cinnamon Toast Crunch, please. <laughs> All right, so my last two picks are coming up, right? Yes, I'm going to go with, it's not a, not like a bag of chips or anything. It's something you can only get at a gas station. Let me go with a taco and cheese taquito. Ooh. On the roller. You're taking your life in your own hands when you eat stuff off the rollers of the gas station. But the, the 7-Eleven taco and cheese taquito got me through many times back in middle school. Dude, high my school. friend, I remember one time I, I walked home drunk with my friend Sebastian. He went into a gas station, got a hot dog. Mm-hmm. We walked out, ate the hot dog. Five minutes away was another gas station. Went into that gas station, got a taquito, came out and ate that shit. I was like, what the fuck is wrong? I respect that move. I respect that move. Um, Yeah, so, damn, I got one more pick. Fuck. So, I'm going to run through my list so far. I've got combos, the pretzel and cheese combos. I got gummy sharks, cheddar and sour cream ruffles. I got taco and cheese taquito. I feel like I should go with a candy. Just to kind of even it out. Like a, like a whatchamacallit? That is my favorite candy bar, but I'm not going to throw it I know. I remember when you fucking told me um, about it. Fuck. This is tough. This is very, very tough. Um, I don't think I can even name. Like, I can't just like go in and pick a candy bar. I'm not like a big chocolate kind of sweets guy. <laughs> Off my list, what can I go with? Let me go with... Oh, here's one. We'll go with hot fries. You ever have hot, hot fries? fries? Okay. Hot fries are solid. Yeah, I've had them. Yeah. Not a, I mean, I'm not a big fan of them. That'll round out my list. I'll eat them. I got, a, I got a lot of different flavors on my list. That'll round out my list. I think I'm going to go, I'm going to try and pick your route because I have two things that I, I want to say, uh-huh. but they're more so on the, uh, in the salty region, more so like chips, and I already have... Uh, I already have a chip. Should I go with this or should I go with that? I'm going to go with the singular pouch s'mores pop-tarts. Okay. So like the vending machine pop-tarts you're talking about? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. See, I I was late to the pop-tart game. So I... I, I'm a little bit embarrassed to admit this. I didn't realize until probably about a year or two ago that Pop-Tarts are best when you put them in the microwave for about like 10, 5, 10 seconds. Microwave? Or Yeah, I know people toast them, but I'm lazy. I put them in the microwave. You zap a Pop-Tart. What the fuck? You zap a Pop-Tart. You should have never even said, I'll microwave a Pop-Tart and come over there and smack you in the head. I don't, you, you either eat a Pop-Tart. Have you ever? You either eat a Pop-Tart cold or you fucking put it in a toaster. If you microwave a Pop-Tart, I'm going to come over there and fucking kill you and it just means that you've never done it why would you microwave a pop tart you throw it in the microwave for about five seconds and heat you microwave inside. leftovers you don't microwave a fucking pop tart. i think you're just eat ignorant. it cold i think you're just ignorant you're just hit not hip to the game dude five seconds in the microwave with a pop tart change a game five seconds in the microwave <laughs> with a pop tart what is wrong with you you're like sinning <laughs> All right, so you're going s'mores pop tart at five. 
So we'll run down our list real quick. I got combos, gummy sharks, cheddar and sour cream ruffles, taco and cheese taquito, and hot fries to round it out. And your winning list will be the Blazing Buffalo Wing Doritos, Jack Link's Hot and Sweet Beef Jerky, Milk Chocolate Pretzels, Cinnamon Toast Crunch Cereal Bar, Hold the Shrimp, and the and the singular pack of s'mores pop tarts, I think you're gonna, which aren't microwaved. I think you're going to lose just because you picked a weird flavor of Doritos that no one's ever heard of. If you just go straight Doritos, I think you might win. But but this but the only reason but the only reason I picked those are because I've only seen those at a gas station. Okay. I've never seen them anywhere else. Okay. I gotcha. That's the only reason. I gotcha, I gotcha. I know people are probably gonna be pretty pissed. No one, not, neither of us picked the flaming hot Cheetos or like a Snickers. I, that bar. was on my list. Flaming hot Cheetos is on my I'm list. Not a flame and and hot Blaze Cheetos original barbecue. I like the regular Cheetos. Um, Snickers bar is a go-to, obviously. And then I this is on a list that I looked at. But I don't see this as a gas station food. I see this as like a lunch snack, like high school, middle school lunch snack, like the the cosmic brownies with the little like chocolate chip sprinkle things. Yeah, but I don't know. That's like a that's like a fat kid's breakfast. I, that's no, not, that's no, not no. A those snack. are those are like the things you get at like the lunch line. So I didn't see that as gas station. I don't. But. I don't even know what those are. But yeah, so those are our top fives. Um, comment at us. Tell us your favorites. Uh, we're gonna we'll put them on the Instagram. Yeah, we're gonna put them on the Instagram. We'll have them vote. Uh, vote for Sean, or he'll cry. I'm trying about to think. It. I think the. I'm. <laughs> what are you talking about? I got your. I got your. I got your friends to vote for me last time. Uh, I think the record. I I made a new um. A new little uh, design for the top five Friday for the stories that I'm gonna put up because cool. we have the verses because we have some shit too. Yeah. So I don't know what the official record is. I think it's like three, two, and one right now. But I'll put it up eventually. But. Yeah, no, we appreciate you guys listening. It's a great Friday. And uh, it's fucking warm in New York. I'm happy. <laughs> we'll uh, we'll catch up with I'm you guys ecstatic. after the weekend. I know there's a lot going on this weekend with uh, NCAA basketball. We got a big MMA card. Um, I'm sure there's going to be. Oh, who who are you taking? Who are you taking? You know, or Ngannou? No, I'm going with my boy Ngannou. Come on now. That's one of like the four UFC right, guys. Let's, I let's make a little bet. Let's make a little bet on air. Then I got Miocic. What do you want to do? Uh, Nothing money related. Oh. Let's do like something something embarrassing for the viewers. Um. We'll throw up. How about like uh, like an embarrassing a drunk, uh, embarrassing drunk photo. Okay, we can do that. We'll do an embarrassing drunk photo for the winner, or for the loser, I should say. And we'll we'll put that. You win, you got to post a picture. We'll put that on the uh, the IG story, and we'll uh, I'll I'll put it on my and Twitter. We're putting it everywhere. Fleets on Twitter. Yeah, yeah. But um, yeah, like Sean said, we appreciate you guys listening to us and. Hope everyone has an excellent weekend. Get outside, do something nice. It's supposed to be nice out, and we will catch. Yeah, go exercise, you fucking fat asses. We'll catch up with you guys on Monday. Peace out, everybody. Peace out.